This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's the Dork Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dork Podcast. Ryan Davis. It's the Dork Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rowney Von Downey. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? It's Rowney Von Downey Jr. Junior, Junior. Junior, Junior. My point. My keeping, yeah. my how, I'm great. How are you? You know, I'm, I'm fighting a little something. I think one of the kids had a little something, and I knew the moment that one of them sneezed into my eyeball, I feel like I was going to get it. I feel like I'm like, I'm it's, probably going to get this. I went through, I, I didn't ever test, so I don't know if I had COVID, mm-hmm. but I might have had, had COVID last week. Oh, Jesus but like, Christ. at this point, does it matter? I don't think anybody cares. I actually did test just because we have a thousand test kits in the house now. Yeah. They're just like giving them away. Anytime you go and buy like milk, they're like, here's a test kit. So I'm like, so I might as well. So I shot it up the nose today. Just, just so when I go to work, I can be like, "Hey, I got a nasal thing, but I don't have COVID, so I don't have COVID." Okay, so let me, let me. I did test <laughs> right as I got sick. Did you about that? No, I did. Okay, right? but like I tested. Well, I start as soon as I started feeling sick and tested negative, and yeah. then I got like worse. started feeling way worse. Yeah, and then yeah I was yeah. like, uh, maybe yeah. I was a little tested a little early. It'll feel but, so yeah. good. It'll feel technically. So good. I tested and I was negative. So tested technically. Tested. I don't think. I don't think anybody gives a crap anymore it's just you know you're trying to you're trying to just fight it off the best you can but that's why i sound like an right. asshole more so than normal this week is because it's, it's more just... in tone than it is in actual like Correct. words yes yeah. that's that's where i'm at but uh hopefully everybody's having a nice february can you believe the calendar's already flipped come on folks come on will you yeah uh, anyway I hate to do it, Rai, but right out of the shoot. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Terrible news this past week. The great Carl Weathers passed away, 76 years old. This guy is an absolute film legend from uh, just Apollo Creed, one of the great characters of all time. So mm-hmm. he's Apollo Creed in a number of the Rocky movies. He was in Predator. He has helped 
birth one of the great memes of all time. He and Arnold fucking grabbing hands and yep. flexing. He was tremendous as Chubbs in Happy Gilmore. He had yet another incredible run on Arrested Development playing himself. Yes. So he could do comedy. He could do big action scenes. He was good in The Mandalorian. Grief Cargo. He had a bunch of episodes in all the seasons of Mandalorian. So brutal news. 76, not even that old of a guy. So you feel it's just a, a tough loss, Carl Weathers. Tough loss. And um, Sylvester Stallone on his social media did a great tribute to him. Um which was very touching. He's basically saying that like I, the Rocky movies and me, I wouldn't have been anywhere without him. Yeah. Which, which when you think about it, kind of true. If you, you hadn't someone less dynamic, I know we're talking about actors today, but someone less dynamic than Carl Weathers in that role. I don't know that movie does as well as it does. Probably not. No, like that was, that was those, it was such a good movie, but you're right. Like that character was so important. Like you needed that larger than life, heavyweight champion mm-hmm. of the world but also a guy that would be like willing to fight this guy and then like the right. whole the whole dynamic that they had in the other movies but apparently they had like a feud at one point i didn't do too lot i didn't do a lot of legwork on this but we had a caller calling to the radio program last week and was like how come carl weathers wasn't in the expendables movies and i was like that's a fucking great question he should have been in the expendables movies and that, I, is a, that is fucking weird. He should have been. So I think, they, think of it. they might have had something going on at one point, maybe at the time of those movies. And so they like they didn't work together. But then I think I think after that, they ended up being in good terms again. But yeah, that is weird. Like that would have been a, an obvious fit for him. Right. But interesting. I know the great Carl Weathers. So uh, moving on here, Ryan, this was this was surprising news that we saw on the Internet. Uh, casting news for The Last of Us Season 2. I'm not talking about Abby. They already found their Abby. Mm-hmm. But Catherine O'Hara is going to be in a, uh, as of right now, undisclosed role. Trying to think who she could be. I'm not really sure. It's also interesting because she is such a comedic actress. And I know they kind of went that road. They brought in Ron Swanson for a very powerful episode last year. Mm-hmm. Nick, Nick uh, Offerman. Uh, so, I mean, she could be playing something super serious or she might it might be comedic effect who knows but Catherine O'Hara in the last of us too and i'm trying to think of like who i don't i think it might be one of those characters that's not in the game because i just recently played through the last of us part two again and i couldn't really figure out for the life of me like who she would be playing because remember they brought in like melanie liskey for like uh, that's like kind of role that was just hers yeah and people were pissed remember you're like she was pretty good i thought yeah, but who cares? Yeah. Um, I also hear that Jeffrey Wright, so the role of Isaac, who's the head of the wolves, um, is voiced by Jeffrey Wright in the yeah. game. Yeah. Ooh. And, and to play Isaac. That'd be great. That, that would be that would be awesome. That guy's Speaking a, of, he's a dude. Unreal. That guy's actors. a oh, good pipes and a great actor. Yep. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I'm interested to see uh Catherine O'Hara in that. Uh Netflix put out a trailer. We tweeted it out as well at Dork Podcast of just like a whole bunch of shit they got coming out this year. They are, mm-hmm. I would say, of all the streaming services, the most quantity over quality. But within there, you could sometimes find a few gems. And one thing that I that sort of uh, jumped out to me was Squid Game Season 2. And not the fucking game show. Like the real Squid Game Squid yeah. Game is is coming back for a Season 2. They had like a 15-second teaser in there. But I loved that first season so much. It's been a long time since the first season. I'll give this one a rip. I think it's got it's got its work cut out for it to be nearly as good as the first, but we'll I'll see what they do with it. 
and I'm interested to see like what the storytelling is that where do you go from there? Mm -hmm. Now yeah. that you like you're trying to expose this game to the world, like how does this how does this go, right? Right. And hopefully, like you said, it has much more of a point than the actual game show. The, it doesn't miss the point. Yeah, that the reality show is not ideal. Uh, no. Anyway, that's that's the Netflix stuff. This is an incredible story, and apparently it is true. So this story involves uh, another talented actor. Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> Mr. Belvedere rolling over Sitting his own his nuts. nuts. Sitting on his own sack of nuts. <laughs> Think about how many times I've sat down in my life and how few times, zero times, I've squished a nut. You might be soft snitching on yourself right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, to the point that I was, like, out of commission, I couldn't go to work. I've already. I get. I, I got tiny. I got tiny. Quickly and crush, crush one. I got tiny nuts. I got a tiny little dick down there. Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> Doesn't even touch the front of my underpants. I got a vasectomy, right? You know, I don't have any testicles. <laughs> That's what they do. They go down there. They take them both. They go. You don't need these, yeah. do you? I go. No, I don't, sir. Keep them. Keep up, keep them as a tip. He's like, all right. Anyway, this story is involving an actor. Yes. <laughs> Goes by the name of Jake Gyllenhaal. Will he be on our list? Who knows? Tune in to find out. But uh, an indie movie he was supposed to be in called Suddenly fell apart after Jake Gyllenhaal showed erratic behavior, including. Oh, he was right there for you. What? It fell apart. Like my sack. Suddenly. S oh, suddenly. suddenly. Oh, yeah. You're back on my My, my, my testicles? No, not your testicles. <laughs> not my, suddenly. Okay. Go ahead, All right, yeah. not my. Not my cock and nuts. All right, that's fine. So I showed erratic behavior. So this was, I saw it on Discussing Film, the Twitter account. And then I also, I, there was like a link and it's like the director like going on. I think he did a podcast about it. So anyway, a few things that jumped out, which were all equally hilarious. One is he stripped down to his underwear and he dove into the freezing ocean. And he said, quote, when I see the sea, I swim in the sea. That's incredible. That's a, <laughs> that's an A-list kind of quote he also yep. demanded uh constant script rewrites uh he told the set builders they should sleep in their cars to pre prevent the covid spread and during his rehearsal he did his lines in a pepe le pew like accent because the director was french right i don't even know i just read the pepe le yeah. pew part and i thought that, that was really funny i don't and this is where we you know, we love actors. We love movies. You know, we wouldn't be doing this. Yep. If that wasn't the case. But there are people who kind of cross that line of like, I don't know if you're just a misunderstood artist or an asshole. I think he's an asshole. Sounds like it. That doesn't sound I think like Jared artist thinks he's an artist, but is really an asshole. Oh, Leto. Yeah. You know, I, I so it's just odd behavior. This is like you hear about musicians and like rock stars doing stuff like this, like just weird stuff because they can, they can get away with it. Yeah. It's got to be that, right? I think it's that. Yeah, no, I've always maintained as much as, uh, like, it's an impressive skill to me to be able to, like, go up front and, like, deliver lines and, like, act like it's really happening to you and do all that. Like, I'm, I'm impressed by it, but I've always maintained you're just playing pretend. You're yeah. just up there. It's not you. That's not you. You're not playing you, and you're just having a nice time out there. It's just, like, a good basketball player, a good guitar player, a good whatever. Like you're good, you're good, you're better at it than most. But like, don't be a dink. <laughs> like it's a simple. The, it's a game. At the end of the day, it's a game, yeah. right? You're playing pretend with your friends, and then we're gonna film it, and then a bunch of people are gonna watch it. So just don't be an asshole. Uh, a few other movies and trailers. Uh, in a violent nature. It was just a brief teaser that we saw. 
But Riley, this is right in your wheelhouse. This is a slasher film in the uh it's gonna be shot in the the uh what would the what's the word? Point of view, POV. Yeah. Of the killer. How do you like that? I like that. I hope it doesn't make too pe- too many people motion sick. I, I try to watch the, what was the uh the movie? Ooh, it was like the South African movie. It was an action movie and it was shot like in first person and it was like makes you sick. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. I didn't watch that whole movie. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that's it was like a tough. sci-fi action movie. Because like the beginning of the original Halloween is that for yes three minutes. Like it's not very long. But so. there's no like running around and jumping and going no. crazy. You know, kind of so. put the mask on. He kind of goes up the stairs, give a little stabby stabby, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what what we're dealing with. We also got a trailer for the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare, which is the next Guy Ritchie movie. Guy Ritchie's had some absolute hits on his resume and some misses, but some absolute hits. It's a top-secret combat unit uses unconventional techniques to battle Nazis during World War II, and it stars Henry Cavill. Handsome devil. He's got a beard. He's got a little twirly mustache. He's a good-looking guy, yeah. Um, So based on a true story of the very first, like, I don't want to say undercover is the wrong word, but like a a secret op in, in the British army so like this is looks cool yeah going under yeah looks looks spy stuff and guy richie guy richie even his bad stuff i mean not the madonna movie the madonna movie can that doesn't count yeah but i mean he did it for he did it for a reason but yeah i'm sure i'm sure she like told him to but um like movies like uh was a revolver and like rock and roller like those movies are good his first two were lock stock and two smoking barrels and snatch were his first two movies that he wrote and directed then he did the madonna movie but then he did revolver he did rock and roller he uh, directed the Sherlock Holmes ones, which are whatever. Which the, are great. The man from you like you them? watch or, those? Uh, yeah, I yeah. saw the first one. I saw the first one. Uh, the man from Uncle was pretty good. He did King Arthur: Legend of the Sword, which I don't think I saw. Which it was. It was one of those things. It was. I haven't seen it yet either, but everyone yeah. who saw it was like, "It's really good." It's one of those. Nobody saw it, but it was really good. Gotcha. So I have to go back and watch that. He's done a bunch of shit. A bunch of good ones. He did the Aladdin movie, which honestly I thought was pretty good. Which every time someone says that, like you just said that, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, he did. Like yeah, I totally yeah, that one's kind of not what you would expect him to have done. Uh, here's another movie that I did not even know about. We did our 2024 movies. This was not on our list of I don't think that one we discussed. It's called Ricky Stanicky, and it's coming to Amazon Prime on March 7th. It's a comedy where basically a group of dudes, uh, one of them Zach Efron, one of them is the guy who plays Mike from Dave. Yep. He's a stand-up. He has a podcast, too. I forget his name. Andrew Santino or something yep. like that. I think that is it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, who I think is hilarious. But they're, like, three friends, and I guess the premise that I got from the trailer is that they, like, have, like, made up another friend, and, like, they must blame him for stuff and, like, whatever. But, like, <laughs> like, like the three of them together have a friend called Ricky Stanicky, but he doesn't actually exist. And then, long story short, they have to, I guess, prove it. Maybe it's at the, one of their weddings or whatever. They have to, like, prove that Ricky Stanicky exists. So they hire somebody, and the person they hire is played by John Cena. And, like, when they meet him at the airport, he, like, pisses his pants in front of him. Like, it's going to be stupid, and it's going to be hilarious, I think. Now, I'm looking at it right now, yeah. and you're saying Ricky Stanicky. Yeah. But is it Ricky Stanicky, or do they oh, say maybe it's Ricky, maybe, No, it's probably Ricky Stanicky. It probably is Ricky Stanicky. 
but it's spelled Stanicky, right? But no, I think that's hilarious. If it is Ricky Stanicky, but it's spelled Ricky Stanicky, but they don't call him that. I don't know. That could be a joke if, I walked like, into. If, I don't know. Or if John Cena shows yeah. up because it's actually Stanicky. I just haven't really corrected it. Dude, it's so good. It uh, Peter Farrelly directed it. This I'm pissed that I didn't think of this idea myself in my own in our own lives. I'm I'm pissed that we didn't blame our own Ricky Stanicky for things. We could have, yeah. We absolutely because you think about it, if like you and I, you know, went to we lived at the, our high school, we could have yeah. made this person up. Oh, easily yeah. that we knew like from like mutual friends or whatever, yeah. and like Ricky Stanicky, so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, and it's and it's a prime one. This might be a standalone episode, for God's sakes. There was another one. It's a trailer I saw. That, uh, was it called Freelance? It's like John Cena and uh, Allison or Brie Larson. Oh, nice. No, nice. No, Allison Brie. Not. Brie I like Larson. Allison Brie as well. Allison Brie, like uh, Dave Franco's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and she's like a freelance writer, and he's like a he was an ex CIA guy. He was like a lawyer who has to get her out of this place. It looks super dumb. I'm in, but. Dude, Cena's been it. good. Cena's been great. Yeah. Uh, dude, you see some of this wrestling news? People are steaming about wrestling. I saw, a little, bit of the, saw a little bit about the wrestling. I saw the Rocket booed. Yeah, dude, this is kind of crazy what's going on with wrestling. So uh, just to sort of give you the Cliff's Notes version of it, uh, last year when Cody Rhodes came back, right? He was in WWE. Then he went to AEW. He actually helped, like, start AEW. Then he came back to WWE. Everybody loved him. Like, oh, shit, he's back. Cool story, whatever. He wins the Royal Rumble. He challenges Roman Reigns, who had been champion for, like, forever last year. And mm -hmm. super close match. Closest Reigns has ever come to losing. Gets some help. He always gets help, right, because he's a heel. And then Cody loses. So it was like, people were shocked. They're like, this would have been the perfect kind of ending to it. So then, fast forward almost another whole year, Roman Reigns still champion. Cody Rhodes wins the Rumble. But CM Punk got hurt. And I guess CM Punk was supposed to fight Seth Rollins. CM Punk was actually supposed to win the Rumble, some are saying. And CM Punk was going to fight Seth Rollins because there's now two champs. And Cody was going to fight Roman Reigns again. It was a like, great payoff. Let it, be, let it be done. Well, now Seth Rollins doesn't have anybody to fight. They're trying to, like, cover up all this Vince McMahon stuff that's going on right now. So they're like, we need The Rock. The Rock was also like, yeah, I'm good. I'm back. So The Rock jumps in and basically like, pushes Cody out of the way and is like, I'll fight, like, you fight Seth Rollins, like, that'll be great. People will go nuts for that. They won't. And I'll fight Roman Reigns. So now this video had, like, 4 million views or something insane yeah. on uh, YouTube from when The Rock showed up at SmackDown. It had, like, 500,000 dislikes. People are fucking mad as hell. They want Cody versus Roman. They don't want The Rock, which is, like, insane to me, but they don't. <laughs> well the other thing too is like you get to turn the page at some point right yeah it's not i think that's kind of what it is and like the, people get mad even though the rock is sort of weird because like he's a uh, legend and all time right but like he's been out of the game for a while and i think diehard fans get annoyed when wrestlemania shows up and they're like celebrity guy like jump in here and like let's forget about the story and like the future of the company and the guys who are here the other 11 months of the year right so like he shows up for one night you yeah, know, we're supposed to lose our fucking minds. No, dude, I can't do that. I got a wife and kids. No. I can't do that. <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire trailer. We've got another one of those. And I'll tell you what, this one actually looked the best. It, it's it's slow. It's it's getting there. Building. I think it's getting there. It's getting there. It's getting the juices flowing a yeah, little bit. It's getting there. 
All right, we don't have a ton of time because we can't be fucking no. around. We're doing two episodes every Sunday. You can get them on the podcast. Maybe you're listening to it right now. One usually Monday morning, one Tuesday morning. And so what we're going to do, the next episode, uh, Dr. Dre, is actually going to be top 10 actresses. And in that episode, we're going to do Davey's Video Game Minute where Davey's going to give you his review of the Suicide Squad game. So mm. that'll happen then. I'm all ears for that. I'm sure you are as well. But for right now, Ryan, that's enough of the uh, of the news, enough of the, the chit-chat, because it's now time for... Y'all ready for biscuit? Topic du jour. A cream-based cream soup. Sure is. Healthy for you, that's for sure. No, I'm glad you asked. It's the topic of the day. And today, top 10 actors, as voted on by the hashtag dork experts, since 2000, so we're marking the time... This isn't all. This isn't going to be Humphrey Bogart, Cary Grant. It, no, we're doing no. since 2000. It's yep. as voted on by just me and Davey. So this is our list put together. We both just came up with 10. Number one got 10 points all the way down to one. Bang. Uh, this one we had more in common with, a little spoiler, than we did the actresses. Uh, I think only 15, 16 people total got votes. So we had like four or five overlaps is what I'm saying. And... Uh, before I get your answer on this as to like what your criteria was for me, I, I looked at it as like what actor, when you find out is in a movie or a show, you're like, fuck, I got to see that. I don't even care what it's about. I got to see what it is and I got to see what they're doing in it. And I think same thing, actor, actresses, same thing. And there's even been shows in T in movies that I've watched. And I'm like, I don't really like this. But I watched it because of the person. The person was great in it, and then I just kind of move on to the next thing. But, like, the highs are super high, and they're just uh, insane. And 2,000 on. So, like, you can use it, like, do you like a really high hit rate? Do you like one or two really memorable things? It can be whatever you want it to be. And some of these guys I probably would have ranked higher, but you can't include their stuff from the 90s or even the 80s right. in some of these cases. Uh, and then others, um, you know, maybe just missed voting because of that or whatever. But that's how I came up with my list of sort of like guys that you're like immediately in on. What about you? Well, I think uh, it, it's important to know too, and to hammer this home, this is since 2000. So like, uh, you know, there's going to be some people missing and there's good reasons why yeah. we have good reasons why some people are missing. Um, my criteria specifically was like, I don't know why, but I wanted to go with like versatility, like who, mm. So actors who can do comedy, who can do drama, who can do actions. Like for me, like the, I, when I think best actor, I think of like who can play an, like a chameleon. Like I love actors who can do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so that's kind of where I do with both actors and actresses. So um, yeah, that's kind of where my head was. Like uh, I and I went kind of like movie star. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I hear you. And, uh, and like, you know, with me, like best and favorite, uh, obviously are, can, can be one in the same. This one, I believe it or not, did view it slightly different because, you know, my favorites are like Vince Vaughn, Tim Robinson, right. Will Forte. <coughs> Spoiler. They're not on the list. They're but, not on the list. But it is, it is a little bit more of like, I didn't just go to like, who are the best, who won all the Oscars? Cause like, this isn't the AFI top 10. This is the hashtag mm -hmm. dork top 10. So this is sort of what we had. So. Why don't you go first with uh, you lob out number 10 and then we'll just. Rip so number up. 10, I mean, this is anyone's list. Anyone, this, this guy would be on anyone's list. And so number 10, we're going to go with Brad Pitt. Bradley Pitt. 
Yeah, yep. I would say this is one of the examples of a guy that if I if you were able to include the '90s stuff like Fight Club and Seven, it'd be higher. But really good 2000 on Snatch. That's that came out in 2000. So when he plays Mickey the Gypsy in Snatch, that is that counts. All of the Ocean's movies, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Inglorious Bastards, uh, Once Upon right. a Time in Hollywood, all that stuff counts. He's another one where you can do serious. He always has a little bit of comedy to him. Uh, like always, yes. always is like a, a funny guy. Very, very handsome man, but he can do action as well. And like a bona fide big box office movie star. Right. I mean, even in movies that he's in, that's like you said, I think this is the one for me um, where you said, you know, I don't care what what the movie is. I'm going to see it. Yeah. Um, I think for me, um, he's a guy who like I'm always interested in whatever movie he's in. Um, like oh, a movie like Moneyball. He was nominated yeah. for a uh, Oscar for that. Yeah. So like I read the book. Um because remember people going crazy about that book. Yeah, he played Billy Bean in it. And like I was like, Billy whatever. Bean. Like, I don't give a shit about Billy Bean, but I thought Brad Pitt was really good. And then he was in uh Bullet Train recently, where he played like well, a that was another one where it's cool like yeah, this is okay, but yeah. he's kind of he but he I feel like he's just so fucking cool. He's cool as shit. And he's, even like and he was in that, Dave. That like, episode of Dave. Dave. Like, like, yeah, that counts. Yeah. He was in Friends, like all that shit. Yeah. Um, if you've ever seen Burn After Reading, which is yes. like a lesser-known Coen Brothers movie, fucking hilarious in that movie. He's like kind of quirky in the, uh, he, yeah. yeah, he's he's good in that. So he has a ton, like he has an absolute ton of movies that he can put on there. So yeah, Brad Pitt is our number ten actor. I, I forget he was on my list. He wasn't on your list. Uh, was he not on my list? He was not. He was not on your. He's oh. not on your list. Uh, he might have just. I think I put him in like honorable or whatever, he but he been. was just right there. Um, mm. Remember Twelve Monkeys too? We played like the crazy guy. So Twelve Monkeys, I think, was in the nineties, though. I know, but still, oh, I'm just oh, thinking like, oh, his range, yeah, yeah his range is is a lot yeah. better than than you would think. Uh, yeah, Chris, yeah, Deadpool too. He was in Deadpool too, briefly, <laughs> albeit briefly, very briefly. Yeah. All right, number nine. This is a guy that was on my list, wasn't on yours. Uh, this is Javier Bardem. So to, a person I crossed off my list. Okay. And like not in, he's in a lot of stuff. He's not in necessarily yes. a lot of stuff that we have talked about. I would maintain that Anton Chigurh, one of the greatest characters, villains, horror characters uh, of all time from No Country for Old Men. It is just such a, you can close your eyes. You can see him. You can hear him. Next level stuff. He also played a Bond villain in Skyfall he was in uh, Dune, and he's going to be in Dune Part 2 coming out. He was in one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. He was in... Um, Vicky Cristina Barcelona. He was in Vicky Cristina Barcelona. He was also in Being the Ricardos, which I watched. This was the I Love Lucy movie. Yes. And he was fantastic in it. He was so good in it. I watched it because I think it got nominated for an Oscar, and I'm like, you know me, I'm like, I'll go see as many as this shit is. So, uh, Nicole... I think Nicole Kidman played uh, Lucille Ball, and he played Desi Arnaz, and he was excellent in it. But I mean, what? Here's yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say my. I think why I crossed him off on the list. Obviously, like you said, Anton Chigurh, No Country for Old Men. <laughs> yep. It's one of my favorite movies. One of the best movie villains of all time. Um, I haven't really cared about anything he's been in since. Fair. Like Skyfall was good. Yeah. Um. 
he was in uh, Collateral, believe it or not. I think the very first time I saw him, he was in that movie Collateral. Yeah, he was in the Tom Cruise, Jamie Foxx Collateral way back that in, was in the uh, 90s. So that no, was no, no, that was 04. No, 04. That counts. Okay. That counts. Um, but I haven't really been gaga over anything he's been in since. Understandable. So, Understandable. Yeah. I hear you on that. Um, number eight. And uh, the reason why number eight is so low, Ryan, is because I didn't have this guy on my list. I think he would be number one on everybody's list. He was, I think, third, four, three or, third four or fourth on, on yours. <clears throat> yep. Go ahead. So this is, believe it or not, yeah, Rich, I was a little surprised mm -hmm. that he was as low as he was, and you didn't have my, So I feel better now that I didn't have Javier Bardem or Brad Pitt on my list because you didn't have Leonardo DiCaprio on your list. So I'm not in, I'm not the biggest fan in the world. Uh, he's in a lot of good movies. The Maybe I just have a, a sour taste in my mouth. Killers of the Flower Moon was the last Leonardo DiCaprio movie that I watched. <clears throat> Not my favorite. I also just think it's a loaded field. Like, it's not, it's like being like, all right, who are the top 10, you know, football players since 2000? Like, you're going to leave off a few really good ones. Like, there's a lot of different guys to choose sure. from. So, like, I think but. he's good. I think he he is the maybe the first one that a lot of people, when you're coming up with this list, would say. So, I'm glad you had him high enough to at least put him on our list. But he's worth a mention. Yeah, I can show you know. our. I can, I can, I can put my list up and your list up after the fact, and you can be like, "All right, you like those ten guys better." Like, I don't think it's that crazy. But since two thousand, I'm going to run you through some things he was in: The Beach, which was a weird movie, mm -hmm. the Gangs Beach. of New York, Catch Me If You Can, The Aviator, The Departed, Blood Diamond, Shutter Island, Inception, Django. He was awesome in Django. Mm. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, The Revenant, Audition, whatever. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So, I mean, these this is a run, and so. He's a guy, too, that I think every good director wants to work with. Yeah, and he's basically working with Scorsese and Nolan. Scorsese, Scorsese, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Scorsese, yeah. Nolan, and Spielberg. Right, he's yeah, been right. in their, all of their movies. We need him in a Villeneuve movie. Oh, yeah, get him in a Danny Villeneuve. So one thing, too, this is also something that this is really me kind of uh, zigging when everybody else is zagging. Yeah, 80% of those movies that you just named, I don't like. Like, those are big. Really? Those are, like, I don't like Wolf of Wall Street. I don't like Inception. I don't like I don't Wolf of Wall like... Street either. I did like Inception. Yeah. I did like The Revenant. Uh, that's the one where you fucked the I bear. like Gangs of New York and Catch Me If You Can. I like those, too. I like Gangs of New York probably the best out of those. Actually, I, you know what one I'd give him? I like Shutter Island. I would give him Shutter Island. Yeah. That was a pretty cool You like movie. Django? I like Django. I did like Django. I, I, I like Django, yeah. and I like he was fun. he was good in Django. All oh, right. he's legit. So there we go. He's legit. He's legit. All right. All right, coming in at number seven is somebody that uh, I had on my list. You did not have on your list. I did not. That would be John Bernthal. Now, again, and this I think is... for me, this is, this is range. I have an issue with range here. Okay. I, I just... He's one of those guys to me that you find out that he's in something. You're like, oh, this thing is either just got better or I'm going to go watch it because he's in it. Also with him, <coughs> uh, some people just assume like movie actors. I know you didn't, but like this is, this uses both. So like you take Shane from The Walking Dead or Punisher mm -hmm. from the Netflix series or We Own This City where he was insane. The HBO show from the dude that did uh, The Wire. But even in movies, he's in way more movies than you think, too. Like, he pops up now. Yes. I don't know how many, like, major roles he's had. But he's in, like, Wind River and Baby Driver. Uh, Trying to think what else. He was in a bunch of movies just last year. He was in that King Richard movie. Um, he actually the best was, movie he's, he's in. Good. 
Oh, Sicario. I just I, I just rewatched Sicario like a month ago. Yeah. God damn it, that movie's good. Yeah, so he's in like a lot of movies, and then I think when when he gets a go in these TV shows, it's awesome. And he's just he is and super think, intense. It is a little bit more, but like mm, then like the two was it two episodes of the bear that he's been in? Like ridiculously good. Like so good. But anyway, that's where I'm at with John Bernthal. He's good. I mean, haven't seen him be funny yet, though. I'd like to see him be funny. Mm, it's like funny in the like, oh, this is kind of like uncomfortable. Like he's gonna hit me, kind of funny. Or like douchey. Yeah, kind of <laughs> funny. Like when he's in Wolf of Wall Street too, and it's kind of yeah. douchey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. What do you got? Again, number six. Again, way lower than I thought he would be. Yeah. He's probably now we're getting into like both our lists. They were both on our list, right? Uh oh yeah, yeah. These guys were both on these were on yeah. both of our lists. Yeah. Uh Christian Bale. Yeah. Number six. Yeah. Talk about a guy who like puts it on the line for every movie. Mm-hmm. Right? This guy could be fat, he could be skinny. It's true. Um ne- never really funny. Takes it very seriously, takes his roles very seriously. Um, but we're all better for it. Right. Yeah, that was true. Um, you know, you know what? I think he does kind of do funny, and like it's not funny in the traditional sense, but like American Psycho has funny moments. Technically, that's a comedy. Yeah, right. Like I guess it kind of yeah. is. I thought he was kind of funny in The Fighter. Um, he was actually really funny in the movie Amsterdam. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, oh, that was the one with like a million people in it, right? Oh no, no, no. It, that yes. was the one with him. And uh, Marco Robbie and John David Washington. Yes. I saw that one. I did see yes. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. But um, big I short. Remember... He was in the big short. He was kind of funny. <laughs> just kind of weird in that. Movie, <laughs> yeah, right? more weird. Um, but just a phenomenal actor. I mean, and now everybody on this list is a phenomenal actor. I'm not. Gonna yeah, no, it's a sick. It away from it's him, a good list. Um, a guy that has like this. I'm going to say this stupid word, but he has like gravitas to like everything he does. Like he brings something different to every movie he's in mm-hmm. whereas you know you could plug in leonardo dicaprio like you said and he'll be like he's good but like there's there's he makes people they talk about like good athletes or like it's not about them being good it's about them making people around them better yeah, yeah and i think yeah, he yeah. makes everyone around him better yeah no i i agree i mean the obviously uh batman for three movies three uh two great movies and then one good movie uh, he gave it a go as the villain in Thor: Love and Thunder. He did what he could with it. I don't it, think, I think that was his fault. No, I don't think so either. He tried. Then he was fucking Dick Cheney in the Vice movie, right? Like that was. And then of, he lost the he lost a ton of weight and then played Ken Miles in Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, which I didn't like, like the that next movie. year. Yeah, uh, he was in what else here? American Hustle. Uh, he played a, he played John Connor in Terminator uh, Terminator Salvation. It's interesting. Ooh, the too, Prestige. The his... Prestige was uh, 2006. Add that to the list. In the, it's starting in 2000. He was in American Psycho in 2000. Yeah, which was like great. And then the next movie he was in was Shaft. Okay, why not? Same year. Get him in there. <laughs> Psycho and Shaft. Now, the, the the guy is is insane and. Uh, yeah, I had him low on. He was on both of our lists. I probably should have had him a little bit higher, but uh, yeah, coming in at number six is Christian Bale. All right, number five is similar to Brad Pitt at number ten. He would have been a lot higher on our list if you can include '90s and maybe even a little bit of '80s. Yep. That'd be the one and only Denzel Washington. Comes in at number five. Um, Still a great filmography 
uh, post-2000. <laughs> yes, and someone who, again, you know that movie, he doesn't have to do bad movies anymore. No. You know, it's a, he, he, I was looking at all everyone's, like, acting credits. Yeah, yeah. How many acting, so, like, it's it's interesting to me that Leonardo DiCaprio has, like, as low, you think he's in more, he only has 48 acting credits. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. Well, I mean, but it's him and, you know, uh, like you said, uh, Denzel Washington has been around since, like, the maybe, like, the 70s or 80s. Yeah. And he only has 64 acting credits. And I feel like who who holds the record? Is it um probably Samuel L. Jackson? Samuel L. Jackson, I think so. It's like over two hundred. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Insane. And so like he like to have like to be around for the exact same amount of time and only have like sixty four. Yeah. Like you're working steady, but you're basically putting out like two movies a year. Right. For him. Yeah. Um. And starting in two thousand, you get Remember the Titans is like that's the first one in two thousand. Then Training Day. Sick. Yeah. So you get Training Day on this list, so he has to be on the list. Uh, you're missing out on some good ones, clearly, from the 90s, where he'd be one of the best actors of the 90s, if not the best actor of the 90s. <coughs> but man, should, on, should man we on at fire. this point tell your favorite actor, the, the, their favorite movie that they're in? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, yeah. Post-2000, my favorite Denzel movie is Man on Fire. Mine, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Fucking Creasy Bear. Uh, I liked Inside Man. I liked uh, American Gangster. I liked The Book of Eli. I liked the Equalizer movies. Uh, what else did I like? I liked a lot of these things. No, but I, I Man on Fire since 2000 is like that's such a good goddamn fucking that, uh, Tony Scott too. Yep, yep. And Dakota Fanning, a little Dakota mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, that was good. All right, so real quick, uh, what's your favorite Christian Bale movie? Or roll. I mean, uh, I guess I guess uh, Dark Knight. Wayne. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Or, but like, I, I was a big prestige fan because you know me, I like magic. You do like that? I magic. like magic. It's Christopher Nolan. So that, yeah, the one or the other for me. Favorite yeah. John Bernthal role? Punisher. I'm probably gonna go Punisher too. He's just so good. And as movie Punisher. Sicario. Yep, good one. Uh, favorite Leonardo DiCaprio role? Um, favorite. Uh, Ooh, pass. <laughs> uh, no, I couldn't think of it on the spot. I think the, uh, my favorite line? movie that he's in, um, <laughs> maybe Django. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Even though I think Brad Pitt's a little bit better than him, like I would, I would still go with him. Javier Bardem's an easy one. No Country, and yep, then no uh, Brad Pitt. You can't do Fight Club. You can't do Seven. You can't do. 12 Monkeys, so I'll probably go... He's great in the Oceans movies, but I'll go Snatch. I'm also, uh, I'll also i also go Snatch yeah. All right. for that one as well. All right, coming in at number... What do you got? You got four, four right? Yeah, I got four? Yep, yep. Um, Again, number one on anyone... Like, I... You're I number one. This is my number one. Um, Not on my list. Someone who, like... If you... He is, I would say, the Meryl Streep now of actors like he's he's in that territory like people think like anything anything that meryl streep is in she's gonna get nominated for an oscar yeah so is daniel day lewis like anything he's in is automatically like oscar worthy right um probably um i'm glad the the next people coming up are the people you know who they are but this guy is the real deal right yeah no he Definitely is, and I would even say, 
like he's not my favorite, but at the I understand how, how good he is and like what he does for these roles and how he get puts himself in. I think not even Meryl Streep in a way he's like he's Quentin Tarantino because Meryl Streep's in way more stuff. Like Meryl Streep is in a movie probably every year or two. Yeah. Like Daniel Day Lewis. First of all, I think didn't he retire? Like he's done. He did, and he's <laughs> into his looking at his IMDb page thirty one acting credits 31 and he probably didn't get super particular until a little bit like later on maybe halfway through that and so Mm -hmm. just in the 2000s he's been in six movies yeah like that's insane but he was probably nominated every time and the two that really jump out to me that sort of like crossed over into like this guy is like an insane method actor but also like yeah i like it was gangs in new york and Mm -hmm. there will be blood Yep, I remember in 07 going through all the Oscar movies and be like, I don't even know what the fuck this is about, but I'm going to give it a go. And he was insane. The Paul Thomas Anderson movie, it also really put Paul Dano on the map. If you mm-hmm. hadn't weren't familiar with Paul Dano at that point, like what a great actor he was. But that was just such a weird, like to make a movie out of that, you're like, he's like oil men and stuff. And it was just crazy. Yeah. And all it was was just him acting his pants off that entire movie but that was oh yeah he's he's he is next level and i remember like i know this doesn't count but like last of the mohicans like he was pretty physical in that movie too like that movie fucking rules yep um there will be blood and then uh lincoln like i didn't yeah there were times you you forgot like it was even him (laughs) i think he did as well i think he did as well (laughs) and then even like the phantom thread which was kind of like not my kind of movie, but like you're watching this and you're watching basically like a master at at work. Yeah. You knew that. Even if you were like kind of bored by the movie. Yeah, right. So he got nominated for that. Lincoln, yeah. There Will Be Blood Gangs of New York. So he won two Best Actors and then lost two. Uh, then he got nominated once in the 80s and once in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean. My Left Foot. That was crazy. Didn't he like break a rib? That sounds right. Like just. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like he was right. in the wheelchair, like this guy painting with his foot, and he's just yeah. like, he's like, all right, yeah, crazy right. shit. Coming in number three on our list is a guy nominated, I believe, for best actor this year, and really uh, highlights Davy's point on the range. That would be Bradley Cooper, good old sack, sack Lodge from Wedding Crashers. That's right, jumping high up board on this list. But then, as like the face of the Hangover movies, clearly he can do comedy. But then he goes like all in and is a big time serious actor. He did the one with Lady Gaga a couple years back mm-hmm. where he's singing songs, really chopping up. He is talk about a student of the game. Like, you know how they always say that about like quarterbacks and shit? They're like, I got yeah, a yeah. student of the game. This guy's insane. There's a, that old clip inside the actor studio, uh, you know, the James Lipton show. Yep. He went to school there. And I forget which actor it was. It was somebody like De Niro or like Penn or something. And he's in the crowd and asks a question. Like, he has, like, a student. Yeah. Like, a young Bradley Cooper. And then, like, years later, he's on the show because, you know, he's so insanely good. But he, he's kind of taken over. Like, he was really good, say, like, 10 years ago. But then since then, plus, you know, give him credit for the voice of Rocket, which is a badass right. fucking thing to have on your on your uh, resume as well. Um, before we go any further, my favorite Daniel Day-Lewis movie is Gangs of New York. Oh, yes. Uh, mine is, Bill the is as well. Yep, yep. Good, um, call. Good call. So, and again, like you have like Silver Linings Playbook. You have him as like Sack Lodge and Wedding Crashers. And then you go to the, this re- recent turn as the maestro. And 
um again um the star is born like mm-hmm. this guy's like really turned it on recently as someone who was kind of like a throwaway actor for a while i mean he was in wet hot american summer which i saw which i loved that movie i think that was his um, film debut yeah so meaning every movie you've seen bradley cooper in counts for this section it's all post 2000 right and so i like to see it it was it's interesting to see him go from like one thing to the other because he just keeps getting better yeah as he goes oh yeah no he's um, real good uh, yeah and silver linings playbook was really good yeah uh, we mentioned American Hustle before with um, with Bale, but obviously he was in that American Sniper. That was intense. That was intense. Yeah, I don't, I don't care for that movie. Okay, as, as some might. It's not, it's not has anything to do with the content Got or right. just like it. Just I don't know. All right, fair enough. I don't, I really like Clint Eastwood movies. Recently, have not been very good. Yeah, I don't know if that's a hot take or not. I don't know if it is either. You got to go back to what Gran Torino. Yeah. Was and then it was like the mule. Did you see the mule? <coughs> no, but that wasn't very good. Cooper was in that too. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Oh, Nightmare Alley, which was not the best movie by any means. It got like nominated for like best picture, I think, but he he yeah. was good in it. One of those. Yeah, man. I did watch Maestro. I watched that whole goddamn movie. I watched parts of it. Yeah, it's I, watch the whole thing. I mean, I it's not my favorite. I wouldn't like recommend it to you. You respect the craft. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's one of those where you're like, oh, that guy, that guy knows what he's doing. Sure. <laughs> all right number two uh, favorite movie of bradley cooper's i'm gonna say uh, guardians of the galaxy which i don't know if that counts if that doesn't count wet hot american summer is one of my favorite movies of all time oh good one so yeah if it's just him in it or the credit it would be guardians and then if it is let me take a look at this list again i might go wedding crashers of course yeah <laughs> excellent pick excellent pick yeah. right crashers i would say if i were to name your top five movies for you i think that would be in it somewhere no 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 no. i like uh i like, made, like old school more than wedding crashers I, I like old school more than wedding crashers yeah yeah, yeah. i like okay. old school more i like made more like wedding crashers is probably like the fifth best vince vaughn movie <laughs> right behind four christmas <laughs> but they're all all my whole list is just vince vaughn movies all right coming in at number two on this list and it's somebody that i didn't realized i liked as much as i do until we did you this do. exercise but you do oh i sure you do do i yeah. i was shocked by it number two on our list is ryan gosling same thing this yes. guy is a, a young gun but just like denzel put him in remember the titans year 2000 so young ryan gosling 2000 everything since then is uh like the notebook uh but even out like blue valentine was crazy that was a crazy movie mm-hmm. Crazy Half stupid Nelson was a crazy movie. I don't even think I saw. I don't think I saw Half Nelson. Uh, he was like he plays like an elementary school teacher who's like a heroin addict. Oh, like, yeah, it's <laughs> it's crazy. All right, Lars and the Real Girl, great movie. Yep. Uh, Drive. Oh, Drive was Drive is incredible. Drive, I think, like he was doing a lot of like uh, like rom comish, or even if it was like a little bit heavier, like maybe not all comish, but like just rom roms. He was doing roms. Devil. He's doing like, a lot yeah, of roms. Can you blame the guy? No. But then he did Drive, and you're like, oh, he can also do kind of badass as well. He's kind of badass. Yeah. And then he did Crazy Stupid Love, which is sneaky, a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a great movie for Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yes, it is. Yeah, you get a lot of people in there. Uh, but then you get The Nice Guys, which is a really underrated, great movie. The Nice Unreal Guys. Movie. Yep. Yep. Uh, he's in the big short uh blade runner 2049 like that's another one that's just like boom like that is a 
massive hit for him. And that's a movie where I, every time I put it on, I'm like captivated mm-hmm. by that movie. And I think it's a- the acting, but it's also like the directing and the writing as it's well. It's so but, good. Dude, it's so good. Yeah. I love Blade Runner 2049. Uh, the Gray Man, I thought was decent. That's the one with him and Chris Evans. Like, it's decent. Yeah. Like, it is it is what it is. And But that also highlights this exercise. Like, if it wasn't Evans and uh, Gosling, how into it are you? Like, would, would you watch more than 10 minutes? Like, these guys kind of keep right. you in it. And then he's great in Barbie as Ken. And then he's going to be in The Fall Guy, which looks really good coming out. That looks really good. <laughs> but, yeah, but he, I would say he does a little bit of everything. As soon as Gosling, I would go. It's it's hard between Drive and Blade Runner, but it, for me, Blade Runner twenty forty nine is probably my favorite movie of his. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I would go. I would definitely. I would go Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, he's got a good. He's got a good. The nice and the nice guys is up. Is on the podium as well. That movie's incredible. Nice guys is real good. Um, yep, I'll give yeah. you that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, very good. All right, before we get to our number one on the list, some of the honorable mentions, uh, a.k.a. others that received votes, include yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. I fucking should have put him higher just so he would have been on the list. I didn't do it. Then, the list. I didn't want to compromise um, the list. But Michael B. Jordan was Chadwick Bo- Yeah, Chadwick Boseman yes. is another one. Really um, I think he was in just a handful of movies in his short career, but uh, three Oscar nominations. Yeah, always right? great. Yeah, always great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Hardy, who's your guy? I you know. didn't have. I did. I was surprised. He's he's done some stinkers. There's been some stinkers out there, and yeah. including like Venom Two, Electric Boogaloo was not yeah. great. All right, um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, um, Robert Downey Jr., which uh, he even said himself, like if i he said his best acting credit was as Tony Stark in Endgame, and if it wasn't a Marvel movie, he prob he considers that his best work, and I do too. It's just the the subject. I don't think he gets enough due for how Ugh. good he was. You you cannot put another person in that role at Tony Stark. Ever. Yeah, I I should have put him on mine. I didn't have him on mine. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see, uh, Mahershala Ali, who I love, yes. uh, put him on my my list. Didn't make the the overall list. And then you had it. Uh, you go ahead. I'm going to add one more before the last. So I'm going to add Brian Cranston to this list as well, because I didn't give enough due to TV. Yeah. yeah. Um, and probably the best television actor there is ever. Yeah. He's, I mean, <coughs> I've got to be on that Incredible. short list. Yeah. He's insane. Um, and then the last one we had was Sean Penn, who I think looking at his career as a whole i don't think he's done much in the he did stuff in like the early 2000s i don't think he's done much since yeah like mystic um, river would be 20 2003 or 4 i think mystic river came out yeah but and then he won the oscar for milk and then i don't think he's done yeah. much since yeah just be so, kind of angry it feels like he feels he's like pretty pissed off kind of mad he's pissed about something yeah I like know, i don't know i don't understand like angry. he does all this great humanitarian work but he's like angry about it he's mad as hell he seems like pissed about it. I don't know why. I don't know. So anyway, those are our uh, honorable mentions. So number one, Ryan, is 
you want me to say it? Oh, I, no, I'm fucked. My bad. I'm doing the odds. I was just getting the people excited yeah. about it. I was getting the people <laughs> on the edge of their seats. Like, what You're going to build it up. What, yeah. the, what, what happened? Uh, number one actor, according to hashtag dork since 2000, Gary Oldman. I love Gary Oldman, man. And talk about a guy that can play everything. So to me, he is as good as an actor as Daniel Day-Lewis. He's just in a lot more stuff. So you could see him and he plays all kinds of different roles. Sometimes he's the leading guy. Sometimes he's like fifth on the, on the, on the, uh, or lower on the chart. He had a great career in the eighties and the nineties. And so unfortunately not included here, but, uh, since 2000, he's been in a pile of stuff and he's just like a chameleon, like from, from movie to movie. You don't even know that you're like, that's Gary Oldman. You're like that goddamn right. That's Gary Oldman. He can do it all. And so, uh, yeah. High on my list, high on your list, <laughs> number one overall. I, I think he was like one. I think he was like two or three on my list. But yeah. like you said, I, this is a guy we've talked about before, and you've mentioned on the podcast before, like how good of an actor like he is mm-hmm. in terms of like. So he did, um, what was it? I know it doesn't count, but like Bram Stoker's Dracula yeah. and like True Romance, like back to back, and then The yeah. Professional, yeah, um, which is one of my favorite movies. But like, um, just a crazy resume. Like stuff he's done, like mm-hmm. he, you know, he played, you know, Jim Gordon. He was in Kung Fu Panda. He was in mm-hmm. The Book of Eli. He was in like all these crazy movies that, like, sometimes you don't realize it's him. All those Harry Potter movies. He was serious. Black, all the Harry so he was in a black, lot of Harry, like po- Harry Potter, Potter movies. movies. Yeah, he was <laughs> talk about unrecognizable. He was in Hannibal. He was Mason Verger, the guy that was that was like trying to, yeah, uh, pay to get like that had all the pigs and was trying to get Hannibal Lecter, and he was like in the in the. He was one of Hannibal Lecter's victims. You can't even yeah. fucking like, people don't know that face. was him. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like people don't know that's him. And um, then he was like nominated for a bunch of other stuff too. Like not super like dork movies that we would see, but he's nominated for a bunch of things. He was in the movie Mank recently, where he yeah. was really good. He was just in Oppenheimer, where he played Truman, and he was he was in The Darkest Hour. He played Winston Churchill, <laughs> which is like the same. Right. You know, right. he looked just like him. Right. You know, so um, <laughs> yeah, crazy fucking. Yeah, he's a, a Don of the Planet of the Apes as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So he works a lot. Like, for a guy that, like, super gets into these roles, like, he still works a decent amount. But, yeah, I love Gary Oldman. Doesn't get nearly enough credit, I don't feel like. <clears throat> but he should. He and should. now he does because we've recognized him. He's going to hear this somewhere. I'm sure he listens to a ton of mid-level podcasts, you know, arts and entertainment podcasts. He's going to hear this, and yeah. he's going to be very thankful. Well, there you go, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Let us know what you thought of the list. We'll, we'll tweet it out so it's even easier to see sort of uh, the 10 ripped down. But real real quick, for those that uh, maybe like dozed off during part of it, number 10, Brad Pitt. Number 9, Javier Bardem. Number 8, Leonardo DiCaprio. Number 7, John Bernthal. 6, Christian Bale. 5, Denzel Washington. 4, Daniel Day-Lewis. 3, Bradley Cooper. 2, Ryan Gosling. And number 1, Gary Oldman. Uh, coming up in just mere moments on YouTube, we are going to be doing top ten actresses. As for the uh, podcast, that'll be re- that one will be releasing Tuesday morning. But uh, I think that's it for this one, right? Ready, right? What do you think? That'll do it. That'll right. do it for us there. All right, at Dork Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Tell a friend. Tell a dork. And if your guys are watching on YouTube, just jump over to the other link, and we'll be uh, ready to go real quick for top ten actresses.